Hey everybody, welcome to another recording of A Girl Talks. So, wow, a lot has happened um, since my first egg retrieval. And if you've been following me on my Instagram, YouTube, or any other social media platforms, then you'll remember me documenting it. Um, I had to do a second round, and I'll get into that um, a little later. First, I want to share with you how this experience was much different than my last and the reason why I chose to wait and share my documented journey rather than share it live is for a few reasons. Mainly, I really, really wanted to do this without any pressure from other people that were not in my inner circle aka my family and friends and my boyfriend um i feel like when i was doing it in real time i was getting a lot of positive reinforcement but i was also getting a lot of criticism and i am someone who really tries to live as positive as i can with a smile on my face but i am human and it was really hard to go through all of that you know especially because it's the first time i'm doing this it's public um the pressure is on uh the big question mark how many eggs are we going to be able to retrieve luckily everyone at rma facilities i mean they are incredible the team the staff the doctors um they made me feel comfortable from the first retrieval to the second retrieval and um if you are coming across this episode first and you haven't had a chance to listen to the q a that i had with dr drews from rma um choose to listen to it right now you can pause this and come back or you can go back to it at a later time and listen to all the episodes related to uh egg retrieval but i will give you a quick 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 synopsis of what you are going to most likely expect right you know for people especially us women who are worried that your eggs will reach their quote-unquote use by date before you're even ready to use them, uh, egg freezing is definitely um, an option that I wish I knew about much sooner. You know, I didn't look into it until my mid-30s and I finally dove into it now at the age of 37 and 38. Um, they do require all women to uh, test to see if they're a great candidate for it. Um, why? Because if you're not a good candidate for it, it's not worth um, you spending the money or the time um, or the emotional uh, weight that it may have. Every one of us are different. We can go through this like it was a walk in the park and for some others, it might not be as easy. However, it is very normal to feel a little bit scared um, and that's totally, totally, totally okay. You know, if you've peaked your years uh, in terms of your reproduction, aka um, your 20s and early 30s, then again, this procedure is very, very, very popular now. And 
um, I, I'm very happy to be one of the people that are pioneering in conversation and using their voice and their platform to allow um, everyone to learn something new, especially the fellas, because I know some guys um, may not know this piece of information, but you guys are also being affected by, you know, the changes of technology, the environment, and all that other stuff. What I mean is um, sperm quality is decreasing. The amount of uh, sperm is also decreasing. And so, fellas, I may even have to dedicate a whole other episode for you in terms of that whole topic, and I'll do the research, and I'll be happy to have uh, a doctor talk about it with me too. Um, so egg freezing, you know, it's another alternative to secure your future and when i was first doing this um and sharing it in real time uh, some of the comments that i was getting was well you know why don't you try the natural way well to be honest with you age is irrelevant when it comes to um motherhood or even you know uh, whether or not you can have babies it's it's really a choice you know do i want to be a mom am i ready to be a mom have i found my partner um am i where i need to be you know all these questions and you know a lot of women now are choosing their careers first and looking for love later and when i was younger i was looking for love i was looking for love because that was the uh, that was my family's prerogative for me. I didn't know what I wanted. Honestly, all I wanted was to make them proud and do exactly what it was that they wanted for me as their only daughter. I have two very much older brothers. Um, and looking for love and not loving myself, looking for love and not finding my place, looking for love and... Uh, not putting me first really put me in situations that really have me where I am today you know at 37 before I even uh, met Dr. Drews and the staff at RMA you know I was uh, two years single and I was kind of like, all right, well, it's pretty hard to find somebody nowadays. The dating pool isn't all that great. And, you know, I enjoy my my, my life. I, I enjoy my, my balance. And I think that if I want to have a baby before 40, I can do this by myself. And knowing that that option existed was so cool. So cool. And let me tell you, ladies, you can do it. Like, you can really do it. Don't think that you need anybody else but yourself there are sperm donors uh there's so many ways to be able to have this baby that you want now um before i met my partner i was really excited about doing this whole thing and 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 never once did i question you know is this something that i can do now if i'm going to be very open and honest i told myself by 40 because i know that at 36 and 37 i didn't want to have a kid just yet and why um i was still really finding uh my balance you know financially my career um you know 2020 really did open up a lot of opportunities for me in in terms of my financial freedom and being able to provide more without you know 
overworking myself to the core, which is something that I was so familiar with for all of my 20s. And, you know, the early half of my 30s was, you know, working multiple jobs and and just not seeing why uh, nothing was like working. Um, But when I came across the egg freezing, for me, I felt very empowered. I felt empowered by my choice. I felt very empowered by the option of being able to do this and again i was doing it without looking for anything else but just securing my future so that when i was ready i could do it whether it was within that year whether it was within you know the following year or two um, that were to come and the cool thing is that once you freeze your eggs um the goal is to solidify um you know, healthy eggs that are great quality to be able to then, you know, fertilize. And again, you can do that with a sperm donor or you can do that with a partner. I am happily in a relationship and this is a conversation that we've had and it feels, he feels good knowing that, that this is also secure. Of course, you know, my doctor and all doctors will um, encourage their patients to do it naturally. And for whatever reason, if that's harder and it's, again, getting pregnant is not related to age. I want to stress that once more uh, because you can be in your early 20s and not be completely fertile. I have a cousin who had to do IVF with her husband, you know, in her mid later 20s. So, you know, I just have to keep you open-minded to that um so in conversation it's it's a beautiful thing to know that if for whatever reason whether it's the complications that i had in my early mid-20s um when i was a victim of abuse and i miscarried and instead of getting medical treatment i was forced to engage in you know, sex that I didn't want to do. And uh, for better terms of explanation, um, it was definitely uh, sexual assault, rape. Other people want to, you know, label it a bunch of things. For me, it wasn't consensual. It wasn't something I wanted. It caused a lot of internal injuries that were not taken care of until about a year later um, when I did get pregnant again, this time with a different partner. And I was in a happy relationship, healthy relationship. And it was everything happens for its reasons. I'm a firm believer in that. You know, I, I miscarried. I had a topic pregnancy. And um, it, it, if I didn't have that atopic pregnancy while on the ring, uh, for those that don't know, that's birth control. Um, my my I'm very the doctor was very much certain that my reproductive system would have just my eggs would have withered away um, because they had to take care of the atopic pregnancy and they were in, they were able to basically give me a whole nice healthy uterus by removing any calcification and scarring. And with the tubes, um, they were able to reconstruct them both. Now, obviously, I was back on birth control and the question mark of my fertility was definitely placed because I wasn't trying to get pregnant anytime soon. And um, the doctor did say that if and when I was ready, um, it would be during with the guidance of a doctor. Of course, that was in my mid-20s. Now in my later 30s, um, it's, it's, I feel very safe and secure in the hands of RMA. 
Um, because if for whatever reason I do have trouble the natural way, I know that my eggs are there. Um, for people wondering if it's a painful procedure, if it's a costly procedure, if it's a lengthy procedure, the answer is very different for everyone. Um, for me, the first, uh, cycle, you know, I had to pay for the medications, even though it was a a sponsored collaboration with RMA where they covered, um, everything from the procedure to the doctor's visits and blood work and ultrasound. Um, obviously they can't give me free, free medication. I had to pay for that out of pocket. And, um, and that was pricey, right? And the second time around, it was a lot more, and I wasn't expecting that at all. Um, And the reason why is because the treatment plan was much different and a little bit more aggressive than the other one. And this is not to say that this wouldn't be possible, you know, if I was like in my 20s. I could have very much had needed an aggressive um, treatment plan, and it would have probably cost me... um, just as much as my second one had it been my first time younger what i'm trying to say is that it 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 does vary it does vary per cycle it does vary per um each and every woman we're individuals but what i will say is that um it is worth it i know it is worth it and the money you know that's something that you can take out a loan that's something you could start putting money aside and saving for um that's money that you know what it's it makes for a beautiful present for yourself um when it comes to how long the process is it's also variable um some women um depending on how like their body works uh they can have a very smaller window of treatment versus um trying to get the eggs and the egg follicles to where it needs to be see the medication isn't just to multiply and grow the eggs it's also to make sure that uh, the follicles are at a space where they're ready to go and get you you know uh, at your best peak and um, it's very time sensitive and case sensitive so with Dr. Drew's and RMA you know they were v- always keeping an eye on me I was going into the clinic um, two to three days and when we got closer to surgery the second time around I was like at RMA almost every day <laughs> at RMA almost every day and you know it was hard for me because I really like knowing that I had to be there between 6 a.m and 8 a.m I wanted to make sure I was there like early bird and you know I'm the type of person that I'm a night owl but I can wake up early and still function however like when your mind and you're just thinking like I remember just laying in bed sometimes and it was just so hard for me to fall asleep because I was so worried if I overslept um that for me when we started getting closer to the surgery and I was there like every day I was just like so tired the second time around like I remember telling my boyfriend like I feel so tired and it's that's really hard for me to even say and admit because I'm the type of person that just likes to say nothing bothers me and I can do it all and you know with the medication and with you know the scheduled visits I found myself very like tired 
I wanted to sleep. I think I took two naps during the whole process of it, and I'm not a napper. So that's just to tell you that it is different. Because the first time around, I was also, I noticed the first time around, I got extremely bloated, like really quickly. And it was all over. It was my face. It was my belly. Like I looked like I was maybe two, three months pregnant with the first, um, treatment with my first cycle for my second egg retrieval it was like my body must have just been familiar with the medication and it was kind of like okay no you're not gonna do that again to me and i wasn't as bloated yes i was tender i was still very conscious of what i was going to do in terms of working out or not working out the first cycle to be honest with you because i was so bloated and my eggs were like so big um i just didn't feel like myself i didn't feel cute in my yoga clothes but at the end of the day i still did go and work out but i couldn't do the things that i normally do because my body was like no like you're always going to listen to your body your body's going to tell you if you're pushing too hard and when to slow down and the first time around i was definitely um it, it it hit me it impacted my 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 exercise regimen with the second time around, you know, I was already uh, getting in the groove of lifting weights again because I'm, I'm more of a body calisthenic type of girl. But because I couldn't be jumping around and doing all these crazy things that I'm so used to, I turned to lightweights, high reps. And um, and I think that because of that, that also helped me hormonally. That also helped me aesthetically. Um, and it wasn't until my eggs were retrieved the second time that oh my god the next day and this is where it was different from the first egg retrieval this the next day after my second egg retrieval my belly was so extended i was bloated i i remember my boyfriend saying oh my god you look like you could be pregnant and i'm like great yeah i know i know i do but it's impossible they just finished taking out my eggs and just so that you know um the egg retrieval is non-invasive that means they do not surgically open you up um it's anywhere between 10 minutes or less um you're probably in there for like an hour or two max um but they will give you a three hour window just in case because of intake and then you know outtake um but the surgery itself is minimal there's no pain um and the bloating just to let you know the bloating does go away after your first menstrual cycle and um they say that you get back to normal going into your second so um for me i noticed that as soon as i got my period that belly that i posted i posted it in my stories and a lot of people were congratulating me like oh my god congratulations on your pregnancy and i'm like no read the slide before that <laughs> i just got my eggs retrieved so that's where it was very different um and it, it, it was honestly um a journey each each time was just a different journey for the end goal of getting into the double digits um i remember during my first journey and i was sharing it in real time like 
people were just, you know, I, I hope um, they were like, I hope you get all the eggs you need and then you don't need to. And, and I know there were really good wishes, but it, were, it was a lot of stress put onto me. It was like, OK, OK, I can do it. I can do it. I can pop. I can make sure that they take out double digits of eggs. And then when it wasn't double digits, like I was so disappointed in myself, but I had to talk to myself through it and tell myself that there's nothing I can do. This is the way my body worked and my body did what it was supposed to do. And if we have to do this a second time around, then I'm going to do it. And um, because I wasn't documenting it real time this second time around, I felt less stressed. I actually felt more um, into it without pressuring myself and overthinking and being afraid i wasn't afraid going in the second time around i was very optimistic and i continued to tell myself you know if i have to do a third round then we'll do a third round you know but i am just going to be happy with whatever number it is and whatever number it's supposed to be then that's what it's supposed to be um so the first time they took out 11 eggs and seven of them were uh mature and then um the second time they took out i think it was 12 and then from that um hold on seven eight yeah from that there was um five and it was less than the first one and i think if i didn't prep myself mentally and spiritually and i know that's different conversation because some people don't probably feel comfortable with spirituality but for me mentally i was really exercising my mind as well during the process of all this and i said you know i remember looking at my body in the mirror and i was looking at how extended and big my belly looked and i was just like you know what i love you i'm proud of you we got to the double digits we have 12 eggs and, you know, my nurse was excited and happy for me. The doctor was excited and happy for me. And I was excited and happy for me. You know, so I just want for y'all to know that this journey may be emotionally and mentally and physically uh, taxing for some. Um, but I, I, I have to say and believe that overall, it's a beautiful experience and you know if you want to do this publicly and share it you know it's great because you're educating everybody about it but if you feel like you want to have it privately to protect yourself from anything whether it's any negative talk from strangers or family members or others um it's okay it's your journey you get to choose this is where it becomes your story and this is where you get control and um i highly 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 recommend that even men look into the earlier conversation that i was having prior when we started this podcast because for you men it's pretty easy all you have to do is just go to you know your doctor tell him you want to you know free some sperm and all you got to do is you, you do it awake <laughs> <laughs> you do what you have to do in a cup and they lock away your your, your healthy uh good quality sperm and it's so much cheaper i think it's like under a thousand dollars and and that's like guaranteed you know um for women like i said it's a bit pricey but there are 
options out there for you. There are loans that you can take out. There's care credit, credit cards, money you can put aside. You know, instead of buying, you know, uh, the two or three chai lattes that you would get every day, you know, minimize it to one a day or, you know, three a week. <laughs> um, for me, before I uh, was able to collaborate and talk about collaborating with RMA, I had put money aside um, so that if I had to um, do this straight out of pocket, that I would be able to start and do it. Um, and, and luckily, you know, this is part of planning. So my 20-year-old queens that are listening to this, you know, this is your time. This is the time to, you know, really um, n- navigate your finances smart, especially if you're single and you do find that it is really hard to find someone out there. And I, and I think the reason why it's harder to find someone out there is because of, you know, social media. It's so much different now than it was for our parents and especially for our grandparents. So I don't blame women for, you know, getting on the pill and being pro-abortion if they got pregnant with the wrong guy. Um, it's your body. You get to choose to do what you want to do with it just as much as this is your body body and you get all the right to be able to control what it is you do with it and if freezing your eggs is what you want to do at 20 at 25 at 35 at 45 then do it yeah um i know that a lot of people once they found out that i did my second egg retrieval all of the comments you know were like i'm rooting for you and then other people were like why just give up you know people can be really really mean on social media and i was just so happy that my egg retrieval was already done and nobody knew about the count yet nobody knew about anything yet and then i was going to show what i documented and share the second journey much different and um for those that wonder why why do you just why did you have to take a, a whole nother journey into freezing your eggs well here is uh, a few contributing factors to why any woman might uh, need to do more than one egg retrieval. Um, it's really about making sure that you have enough frozen eggs that will be available to guarantee an actual mature egg to fertilize okay um it's not like okay so you have these eggs and you can just freeze them all no you want the best quality and um overall though it's really nobody's business but the person that is doing this and their doctor um and i want to remind you there's a statistic out there when it comes to egg freezing and egg quality um it has nothing to do with the girl's age. And I know women, like I said, that are in their 20s who actually have no want or desire to have any children. And like they probably have like the most best fertilized eggs possible. And you have other women that are also in their early 20s that want to have children even in that present time but can't because they have little to low or poor quality eggs um, and it becomes very difficult and you know a lot of people may wonder well why don't you adopt and i'm all for adoption you know i think that's beautiful um it's 
may not be for everyone though. So my point in sharing these different scenarios is that you can't judge someone for choosing to do what it is that they want to do. And if it's something you don't like, then you do not have to project your thoughts onto someone because it is their life they're living, not yours. With that being said, I really, really, really want to thank you for your time. I want to thank all the people that submitted questions because they were so good. Um, I was able to share them on my Instagram live with Dr. Drews and it was very cool to be able to do that because I know it was a first for him and my whole egg retrieval thing was a first for me so I think it was a first for both of us and that was fun and exciting. Um, I am going to be traveling uh, and venture off into some excitement um, and I'm looking forward to creating some episodes while I'm away. Um, My boyfriend and I really want to do a lot together this year and experience stuff that you know um, both of us have wanted to do and and we're able to do it and it's awesome to be able to do it together and this is why knowing that my eggs are safe and secure just makes all of this more beautiful because I don't have to stress about anything and I think that for us it's important especially women who are career driven to feel safe and 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 find that safety within us and not only in our partner and I think that if you have any questions if you feel more comfortable asking me privately please email me at a girl talks podcast at gmail or if you have any general questions that you may have please reach out to rma they have an instagram it's the rma network and um if this is your first time coming across this podcast uh add it to your playlist and check me out later this is a girl talks and i will talk to you soon bye